shrewd, savvy, cunning, street smart, clever. Not words that necessarily come to mind when thinking about the Christian life. But in fact, today's gospel tells us that they are. They should describe how we approach our spiritual lives. The gospel reading we just heard is perhaps one of the more one of the most confusing of the entire gospels. Seems like Jesus is commending this dishonest steward and uh, this kind of complicated narrative that requires a little background to understand this message. I can't really explain it well myself in my own words, so I'll uh, cheat and uh, share some words of another good author that describes this well in its background. So, the role of the steward in a large household was one of great responsibility, wealth and prestige. And it went to the master's most trusted male slave. As a result, in the ancient world, enterprising young freemen in the Roman Empire sometimes sold themselves as slaves to wealthy men in order to become stewards of their household. Since stewardship was an administrative position in which you lived in physical comfort, the steward in the gospel realizes he is in great trouble when the master wishes to fire him. He's not suited in any other way of making a living. And as a slave, he has no estate of his own. He's been used to socializing with his master's peers, although he's not truly their social or legal equal. And as he exclaims in the gospel, I am not strong enough to dig, and I am ashamed to beg. So he pulls a kind of white-collar crime. Calling in his master's debtors, he has them manipulate their receipts to erase a significant portion of their debt. And then they will be in this steward's debt after he is fired. Eventually, the master finds out what the steward had done, and he commends him. And this probably means he acknowledged grudgingly how cunning his former employee had been. So Jesus is not commending the steward for his dishonesty, per se, but for his shrewdness. Think about all the things in life that require being shrewd, savvy, cunning, or street smart, or clever, or creative. Why are we so slow to apply that to our own lives of faith, the most important thing in life? We need to remember that Christ calls us to invest our entire selves into our sanctification. And that includes all the creative intellectual powers of our soul. I don't know if this still exists, but certainly when I was growing up, there was a certain stereotype of Christian films and entertainment of different sorts 
that the word Christian before such thing was essentially a synonym for lame or corny or boring at best. Perhaps that's less the case today, hopefully, with figures like Bishop Barron and Word on Fire and Father Mike Schmitz and maybe you've seen the Chosen series, all things that uh, perhaps uh, compete well with Hollywood, but that was not always the case for sure. And so that's just one example of many that where shrewdness and creativity needs to be applied to the gospel. If Hollywood can attract people with their enticing films, why should Christians be any different, right? But on a broader level, uh, it seems as though the enemies of Christianity in our society, broadly speaking, seem also to be masters of shrewdness. They seem to have been able to imbue secular ideology uh, in every, practically every institution in our society. And that didn't happen by accident uh, or by mistake or overnight. It happened with a concerted effort of shrewdness and cunning and applying creative intellectual capabilities to achieve a certain end. So why can't we do that? Why can't we be shrewd and cunning with our faith, with respect to our own personal sanctification and with respect to how we share the gospel with others? God is calling us and demands of us to apply our full intellectual capacity to seek him and to share that good news. The alternative is, if we don't do that, then your spiritual life will be like those 1990s Christian films, lame, and it will die eventually. So, practically speaking, there are many tools we can, we can uh, use to acquire a sense of shrewdness with our spiritual lives, but one I just want to mention is the traditional practice of spiritual reading. And that's something we should be doing on a weekly, if not daily basis, where we read the lives of the saints or other Christian thinkers throughout history who give us a sense, a real concrete sense of how have real people in their own unique circumstances and challenges of daily life, how have they made it work and become holy and, and been great instruments of evangelization. If we're not doing spiritual reading and studying the lives of the saints, how are you going to think of ways to do this in your own life? Again, the alternative is just to put our faith in a box on the side and say, oh, I'll access that when it's comfortable or convenient. But the lives of the saints show us real people throughout all the complexities of human history in all sorts of types of lives and personalities, how they have applied their creative shrewdness to seek holiness. So Christ is calling us to be 
shrewd, just like the dishonest steward in the gospel, recognizing that people apply these intellectual capacities for so many secular endeavors. Why aren't we doing that for our religious endeavors? But of course, he's not commending his dishonesty. As Jesus says uh, elsewhere in the gospel, we are called to be shrewd as serpents, innocent as doves. Thanks for listening to Within the Walls of St. Paul's Sunday Homilies. Please be sure to like us on Facebook and consider supporting us by visiting stpaulsharvardsquare.org. That's stpaulsharvardsquare.org. God bless and see you next time.